Hey everyone, welcome. Uh, today we have a very special guest, uh, Fernando from Balancer. Fernando, thank you so much for, for joining in. Thank you for having me, guys. Uh, for those who don't know, um, Fernando is the CEO and founder of Balancer Labs. Uh, you know, we do a lot of stuff uh, with you guys and yeah, excited to learn a little bit more about the man himself as well as uh, a little bit about what you guys are planning on Polygon. Uh, but before we dive into all that, good stuff about Polygon. Uh, I'd love to learn more about you. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into crypto? Sure. So I'm a mechatronics engineer. I did a master's in uh, robotics and image processing. So I'm, I'm quite technical, but I've always liked to start new things. And I started my first company when I was 14. I was addicted to Counter-Strike. I don't even know if uh, it's still being played today. I think so. But uh, I created this uh, cyber cafe and uh, it was very successful. So it kind of got me going on, this, on the entrepreneurial side. And uh, yeah, I, I started very early on in crypto and fell down the rabbit hole of Ethereum and stable coins, which we're going to talk a lot about today, probably got involved with MakerDAO very early on. And, um, and that all led to Balancer, which I can talk more uh if you guys want a bit like how how the idea uh came about and and other stuff as well yeah we'd love to hear about that um because you found it right um you found it uh, balancer how did you right how did you arrive at that uh like like the the cyber cafe i was scratching my own itch so back then i wanted to play counter-strike and there was no no place nearby um, near my my home, and I kind of created this place for uh, for others to play as well. I the same thing happened with Balancer. I had uh, a few tokens in my portfolio in the early days of Ethereum, and I was kind of looking for a, an automatic way to rebalance my portfolio, my my token. So I didn't want to go like out and actively sell the tokens that I had more of. Uh, and back then, like taxes weren't a thing at all. And I'm talking about this like 2017. And then I had the idea of Balancer early 2018. So I wanted to find a way to have um, an automatic index fund pretty much for my my portfolio. So something per personalized. And um, back then there was all this discussion about AMMs. It was all like just beginning. And this post by Alan Liu from Gnosis and then Vitalik, um, the X times Y equals K. Uniswap didn't exist at all back then. And I kind of uh, realized that X times Y equals K has a very nice byproduct, which is it keeps the two sides of your pool, um, of your exchange, so to speak, always repel, always balanced at 50-50, right? So if ever like you have ETH and DAI and ETH goes up, it kind of automatically deleverages de you or hedges your position. So it sells on the way up. And that was exactly what I wanted, but for more than two tokens and any any weights that I wanted because my portfolio wasn't like 33, 33, 33. It was like any any uh, different uh, arbitrary weights. And that, that's when I came up with the idea of Balancer. It's a simple formula, but the, like the background, like to prove that it works and like it has the properties that I was looking for. It took me like months of really uh, trying out many, many different formulas. And also, uh, I did a, um, a special program on maths. So I, uh, yeah, it, it helped me a lot with the 
all the calculus and uh, all the stuff. So this is how Balancer came came about, and it, it was a long way until like from the idea, I kind of gathered people around the project, and Mike McDonald joined, and and uh, uh, Nikolai Mishijin, the co-founder of, of MakerDAO, also helped out, and I, I consider him one of our co-founders as well. He he, he worked a lot on the first uh, the code base of Balancer View One. So yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting story. Here we are, three yeah. three years down the road. <laughs> Very interesting story. Uh, how did you how did you go about building that team? Um, did they reach out to you? You reached out to them. Did they just see what you were doing? That, that yeah, it was a a long process. I, I I think it was very organic. So I kind of uh, talked about this idea to to Nikolai, and then we started talking about the like about it in the MakerDAO kind of uh, smaller community. And this is where we know Mike McDonald from. He created uh, MKR.tools for the the ones that remember the early days of MakerDAO, and it kind of started spreading, and, and people liked the the the, the idea. Then we got investors and then we could pay people and it, it all kind of uh, went on smoothly from, from then on. Yeah. Okay. What, what was that one moment where it became like a real reality that this is, this is something that could be uh, pretty big. I think it was when, yeah, I think probably uh, DeFi summer was when, we realized, well, this this can get pretty big, and um, the whole DeFi and the whole Ethereum. I, I, I always I, I always have been very bullish on Ethereum and DeFi, so it wasn't a surprise to me that DeFi got so big. I wasn't expecting Balancer to kind of uh, be, uh, yeah, such a an important, in my opinion, part of of the of the scene. So definitely, uh, I think early days of DeFi summer when we had liquidity mining. And we cr- crossed like two billion, and then three billion uh, at the height of, of Ethereum's price. So that yeah, or DeFi summer. So that that was when I was like, oh my god, this is this is quite big. But that's that's uh, long ago, and and still things are improving and increasing, um, even though there's ups and downs um, in crypto and Ethereum everywhere. So uh, yeah, pretty pretty excited and and bull- more bullish than ever, I could say. And uh, what what keeps you bullish? Like even at times when the markets are not doing great, maybe TVL is not increasing. What maintains your, I guess, uh, your hope within the space? Not just like Balancer, but Ethereum in general. I I think it's um, so Ethereum. This is such a, a a revolutionary technology that is so much better than anything we've had so far, and it's it's just like there's no turning back. Like the ship has sailed. This is going to change the world. It, like sometimes people don't see that and markets are a bit, a bit irrational and it, it takes a long time for fundamentals to catch up or price to, to catch up with fundamentals. And I actually like uh, periods where like this, like there's kind of a, a, a bull run and then everything goes sideways. This is when we find a real like good partners. We, uh, we, we ship the real good stuff and we, we really get to work and, and do stuff that will be, like the big success when the new bull run comes and everyone wants to do like token generation events. There's like the LVPs on V2. When people want to create their own AMMs, we have Balancer V2, which is perfect for, for, for those teams and protocols. So I think we're working very hard right now and we don't look a lot to the market, though the market is important, right? Um, 
especially for protocols that have liquidity mining, it's kind of a, a bit ref, there's a bit of reflexivity, reflexivity. So the higher your token uh, is 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 priced, then uh, the more liquidity it attracts. But I think that's a, a a secondary thing. The most important thing is people are using Balancer. More and more protocols are integrating with Balancer, and and that's what keeps me bullish. Like even in 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 days where things are everything's going down, I I don't really care much. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people are very fixated on like what the price of a token is. And I, I think I totally agree with you when the market's kind of like weird like it is now. It's just great to like keep your head down and just work um, and making good projects. I, I, I would like to ask, I guess, for the people that are not, I guess, too familiar with Balancer. Could you explain it maybe? Um, sure. Of course, like a DeFi like expert explanation and maybe something for people that might not know too much about DeFi. Sure. I'll, I'll start with the uh, um, LE5. So the sim- simple explanation. Balancer is a protocol for programmable liquidity. So you can just leave your assets there and they work for you in different ways. They can be rebalanced automatically or they can follow a certain strategy or they can... Um, yeah, do do crazy things that it, the idea of Balancer is really open up the design space for teams to create cool ideas on top of it. Um, for maybe a, a, the the more advanced explanation is that, and, and here I'll go into more uh, detail, like between the difference between V1 and V2. So V1, I like to say, was more of a product. It was a proof of concept that index funds on Ethereum or or in DeFi work. So you can create a pool that has 25 MKR, 25 DAI, 50% WEF, and that's always going to be the case. And you you actually you charge fees for people to use your liquidity so that over time you accumulate fees. Of course, there's the risk of impermanent loss, which is always present when providing liquidity. So um, the, that's kind of the, the proof of concept that Balancer V1 kind of uh, proved, in my opinion. And Balancer V2 is all about realizing that there's so many different ways how AMMs can work. Like you, and, and, and Balancer V2 was a, a very nice uh, construction with teams that actually forked Balancer V1. So they, they created PowerPool, they created Index Finance, they created um, yeah, PyDAO, they created different things. And we kind of talked to those guys and understood those are not just forks for the sake of forking, they really added things because Balancer V1 is quite um, immutable and, and quite uh, closed. Like you cannot change things. And, and and so we realized that we wanted actually not to have one type of AMM, like an index fund, but we wanted to have a platform for AMMs to be built on top. So now in Balancer V2, you can have Balancer V1-like pools, which are index funds. You can have stable pools, which are based on uh, curves uh, maths, which is amazing, all, all the credit to them. And you can have meta stable pools, which ha- which we have now, and maybe we can talk more about it. But with uh, with Lido, so the idea that you have wrapped stake ETH and that grows in value over time, but still the curve is so that the price is always like the the liquidity is always optimized around the price, which changes right because wrapped stake stake ETH goes up in value slowly, like CDI, for example. So there's that type of pool. There's element finance pools, which are perfect for zero coupon bonds that have an expiry date. So there, like, there's 
many different ways uh, you can build AMMs and they are each focusing on a specific niche or they're, they're spe specialized on a, a use case. And, and that's what Balancer is. This is like one place where all the liquidity from all those different pools sits together, which makes it very, very efficient to do trades across different, uh, different protocols or different pools. So if you trade A for B, B for C, C for D, you just have to send A to the vault and you get D magically back from the vault. There's no like tokens around like, like there is for Balancer V1 or for Uniswap or other, other protocols. It's all there. And it's just like the accounting that, that, folks, the pools, but the vault, which is the core of Balancer V2, is very, very elegant and minimalist and efficient in, in, in that it connects the liquidity from all those different protocols. Maybe I've uh, gone too fast and uh, too complicated, but uh, well, let, let's let's see if you guys have questions or maybe the audience or, yeah, happy to answer any, any questions. No, I think that was great. Uh, I'm a very big fan about how you guys manage your, your liquidity because I know there's some AMMs that I guess uh, choose a certain amount of tokens and like all transactions have to go through those specific tokens. Um, yeah, which can be a little restricting. Definitely. That, that's the SOR, uh, Smart Order Router, which I for, forgot to mention. But I think this is one of our big kind of contributions to the space and innovations. Everything we do, by the way, is open source. So I understand aggregators who have like closed source stra strategies for how to do aggregation. Uh, it's their business uh, model. We do everything open source. So if you if you go to Balancer Labs's um, GitHub, you're gonna see that uh, yeah, all our uh, smart order routers open. And the idea of of, smart, of our SOR is is really to do what you said, like use the pools that are like kind of left on the side for some time and are a little bit off sync with the market, and use those pools even if it's like tokens no one heard about. It doesn't matter because it's gonna be an intermediate token. And uh, the user is not even going to see that interacted with that token because when you do A for token B and then B for C, you never know any, you don't see any interaction with token B at all because it's all done internally in the vault. So that, I think that's pretty, pretty cool. Connecting liquidity in the optimal way seamlessly. Yeah, 100%. And like you see that in the, in the volume metrics, uh, we have a, like a stable coin pool, you guys, and like the TVL to volume is like, I'm sorry, the volume to TVL is like way higher than I've seen in other places. And I guess just because you don't need to necessarily be a, like a routing token, um, like and everything can go through you uh, depending on how you account it on the background. Perfect. Yeah. And, and I guess there's still a lot of work to be done um, on Polygon, like many aggregators and, and our bots, they're not, uh, yet a, a lot of them are, but they're still like, it's not like Ethereum layer one, which has been around for, for all like forever. Right. So I think there's even uh, more and more to improve uh, on that side because Polygon is, in my opinion, just getting started. It's going to get even bigger. Yeah. We only have a, like, I guess a few aggregators, uh, right now and they're still, I guess, getting caught up with like getting all the AMMs and figuring out exactly. how to navigate it. Right. Yeah. Um, so we talked a lot about like the positives. Um, what have been some negatives? What have been some obstacles you've seen um, as you build a uh, balancer? Great question. I think we have, um, I think there's a lack of senior solidity 
developers and also lack of auditors. So that that's definitely something that uh, we felt the pain. Like it's it's hard to find auditors even in the next six months, even if they're charging like hip like heaps of of money, and uh, it's it's just like um, yeah, supply and demand. It, it it's just something that's so valuable, and and people haven't really. Um, yeah, thought of that. So I think now more and more audit companies are, are coming out. And it, it's something that requires time and reputation to build up. So that that's definitely an obstacle. Finding good people, uh, is it's an obstacle. I think money is something that is not an obstacle. I think the uh, the markets are realizing that crypto and, and, and Ethereum and smart contracts is the future. So they're like throwing lots of money. So I, I think this is uh, thankfully, not not a uh, one of the big bottlenecks that we had. Um, yeah, I, I think I think those are the the main. Like, it's it's really building. Building has been a bottleneck because we like to do things well, so we we want to launch things that are audited. We want to have like the best team around, and it's it's really just so hard to find good people. Yeah. Um, so, I'll, you... I'll take the chance to say that Balancer Labs is uh, hiring. So if you're interested in working with us, you're very welcome to to apply. Uh, okay. Just go to our Discord. There yeah. we go. Okay, so you go to the go to the Discord and and kind of reach out. Who do you who do you reach out to in in Discord? Or you can just say like I'm I'm yeah general or dev channel. You're gonna see lots of core people. Anyone the core team is looking out for uh, for other colleagues and yeah team members so you just say yeah i'm, I'm ex- an experienced uh, solidity developer and i want to join balance lab so we'll take care of the rest yeah okay do you have any do you know if you have any bounties like technical bounties out that uh oh we do so so there's the bug bounty which is one thing which is to my knowledge the biggest one in the market it's a thousand ETH. so if you manage to break uh balancer v2 and like steel funds, I know there's a lot more there than than a uh, thousand ETH, but uh, you're gonna get the thousand ETH uh, clean and without any hassle. So if you manage to find a bug, please do let us know um, with a responsible disclosure. Uh, but bounties in general, there's like there's a, a very nice group called the Ballers. Ballers are people from the community, developers, or just like um, people who are interested in Balancer uh, high level. They are amazing, and they are always looking for help in uh, different projects. So if you if you go talk to ballers in our Discord, and if you're interested in, in doing stuff, they're going to point you to, to different projects that we need help with. For example, like translation or documentation or specific projects that we are looking to build, integrations, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, awesome. We got somebody uh, learning Solidity just from... Uh... Just from this conversation, it's, it's not too late, Pookie and Penguin. It's definitely not too late. In in three years, you're gonna be the experts, and there's still gonna be a lot of demand. Yeah, I could totally agree with you. There's just like such a big demand for Solidity developers. Like I've seen projects even like getting people that are not like I guess uh, trained in Solidity and then training them because uh, that can be easier than actually finding somebody. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's a very interesting problem that I think most indus- industries don't really have. Like you said, you know, money is not the issue. Like you have the money there. It's just hard to find out what to do with that money because, yeah, it's hard to hire people and then you can't get audits. Um, 
yeah, audits is another one, right? Like yeah. they, they'll say like six months and, you know, in crypto, six months is a couple of years. Like, can you imagine what happens in six months? Yeah, you can just miss the train, right? Exactly. Yeah. And like users want you to like have it launched it yesterday, right? Uh, yeah. So, especially Absolutely. when you're competing, right? I, I did want to look go into that, like competition in the space. There's some massive AMMs out there. Like you think Uniswap, Curve, uh, Sushi. How do you compete with them and how do you continue to innovate um, alongside them as well? Great question. So we like to see these all as peers. We we learn a lot from them. Uh, as I said, our stable pools were inspired by by Curve's uh, equations, maths. And I'm sure Curve was inspired by Balancer as well uh, because we kind of got our white paper out first and then they built on top of it. So I think this... Um, cooperations like it's it, it's a symbiotic competition it's a positive competition we're, we're, we're kind of building open source software well most of us uh, many don't but I, I i'm really on the open source uh, camp so i think we are improving on each other's work and i think we should always keep the like the the goal or the the yeah keep 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 in mind that we should try to be complementary. If we all try to tackle the same problems, go after the same market, after the same users, it, it, we're gonna like lose out as, a, as an industry as a whole. So I think we, we always try to see, okay, what, what's Uniswap doing well that we, um, yeah, we probably should not focus on, what should we focus on that they are not uh, doing so well or they're not covering or focusing on at all. So I, I always like to see like the, the pie as a whole growing and we, we splitting the, like the, the slices in an intelligent way. And uh, I'm a fan of, of Sushi, fan of uh, Curve, fan of Uniswap. So those guys are all like references to me and I think to, to the whole Balancer team. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm yeah, I, I love to have those guys around because we learn from them and, and work with them in many, in many ways. I love it. It's just like it's just like Balancer itself, like splitting it up in intelligent ways. Like, yeah, yeah balance and, and yeah, yeah ba- splitting many things. Yeah, yeah. No, I just wanted to ask about. Um, so yeah, you were splitting up the pie of what we currently have in DeFi. Um, what's Balancer doing, or is Balancer thinking of like? bringing liquidity outside of uh, crypto, into crypto. Sorry, my dogs are really into balance here. <laughs> uh, yes, but that's that's not been our main focus, um, at least lately. We, we think that, there, yeah, that, that, that's inevitable. And I think, of course, the, the first AMMs, and I think Uniswap is focusing on that, right? We see, we see um, Ashley Schlapp, uh, saying that, that and and we, we we yeah we all hear rumors that they're they're going after the big guys to bring money from TradFi to DeFi. I think I think that's something that they're in a, in a better position to do than Balancer probably. But we definitely are talking to like TradFi people. For example, Techme Capital. Techme Capital is a is a great um, team and they're building ETPs, exchange traded products that are going to launch hopefully like next month already where they have uh, a very interesting smart pool um, technique on Balancer V2 that changes weights and has circuit breakers and, and some, some very cool stuff. And that's TradFi money. Like those guys are talking to Wall Street Fats and all like 
big guys and they're using Balancer, right? So we uh, our stance has been to really see ourselves as this primitive base layer platform and let other teams go after users, go after niches, uh, after product market fit, and we provide them with a like with a very easy to use uh, foundation. And it's not easy. What now we're we're focusing more on okay, let's make sure that everything we have is easy to integrate, it's easy to use because Balancer is complex, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like Uniswap. There's only one pool. Uniswap v2. There's only one pool for a given pair. Balancer can have many. Uh, they, they can be mo- uh, duplicate liquidity. So there's SOR, and so it, it's it's complex. And we're working um, with many teams that are building on top of us to make sure the balance is easy to integrate with. And we know there's a long way uh, there, uh, a lot of work, but we we are sure that we're gonna we're gonna nail it. And this will make Balancer a lot more used and much more used by by other protocols and and teams. Perfect. Yeah. And we do have a community question there. Um, do you guys have any plans with like Solana, Avalanche, Cardano? So we we do, we are open to other chains and other layers and Polygon was the first one. Arbitrum is coming up next. And then we, yeah, we're talking to to other teams for sure. It's, it's really like this trade-off between having too many options on your UI, confusing your users and uh, spending time help. Like, even though people say, well, we're EVM compatible, it's like, it's it's very easy, like Polygon is and XDAI. It, there's always like some, some things that have to be adjusted, of course. And we're a small team looking to grow, uh, as I said, but there there is like a very uh, crucial, um, yeah, kind of uh, very crucial decisions that we have to make where we, we focus next and, and, and trade-offs. So yes, we are open. We're talking to all those teams that uh, have been mentioned. And uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna inform everyone as we go and as we have more news. Cool, cool. Any any um, incoming alpha, anything exciting in the books? Yes, uh, I can I can only say that we are working on a very interesting new type of pool that will be very cheap to use, will allow for um, assets to be lent to Aave. Uh, it, it's similar to an asset manager, but it's through a, a different type of pool. So we're, yeah hopefully launching this in the next months. But uh, yeah, it should be quite exciting. So watch out for this new type of pool that we'll, we'll be launching soon. Wow, that's very interesting. That's very interesting. Uh, we're, we're in the lending business, so I, that's something that we, we're going to be looking out for. Of course, and, and, and that will, will definitely be applicable for Polygon and for Kidao and yeah, everyone in the space, not only Aave. Just an example. Yeah. Could you talk a little more about like your partnership with Lido? Um, you touched on it a little bit earlier on, but I think uh, people would like to hear more about it. Sure. Yeah. I've I've always been a fan of ETH two and proof of stake, and I have been talking to the to the Lido guys or Lido. I don't know what what's the right way to pronounce it, but um, I've been talking to them for a long time. And yeah, we we partnered to to have like this new type of pool. They are the first 
team to use it. It's a meta stable pool, which exists already on Curve, by the way. And all it does is, as I said, it makes sure that two tokens that have uh, a price that's like, let's say it starts at one, but over time, one of the tokens grows because it accrues fees or staking yield, which is the case for uh, stake teeth. And then if, if we just use the normal stable pool, the price would go out of, uh, out of the region of one, and then you would just go to an elbow where there would be no liquidity, right? So actually the, the AMM curve, it has to adapt over time. So the slope of, of like the one price changes over time to 1.1, 1.2. So this is a, a very interesting innovation. It can be used to lots of auto tokens that have any sort of value accrual system integrated with them. Um, and, and Lido was the first team to use it. And we're very proud to to uh, to partner with them. We're big believers in staked ETH and yeah, so, it's it's just the beginning of a of a nice partnership for sure. Nice. I'll have to look more into that. That sounds pretty interesting. Um, so yeah, lo- looking forward, what what are some things that like excite you about DeFi, um, about the space in general? Um, that's a great question. I I'm so bullish. Uh, it's hard to down like kind of downplay <laughs> how bullish I am. I, I think. The whole, like the whole finance industry, will be based on Ethereum, or maybe there's another chain that overcomes Ethereum. I I, I find it hard because of the momentum. Like uh, if if two is going to be a major thing, like when when we have hundreds of thousands of validators, and we have uh yeah the the, the idea of a, a deflationary. Uh, supply of ETH because we were burning ETH uh, after 1559. And and now with proof of stake, there's going to be a lot less ETH that has to be created. So I'm very bullish. So first of all, proof of stake to me is clearly better than proof of work. And the maximalists, the Bitcoin maximalists will, will have a bitter time when they realize that and realize that the 21 million um total supply is a is a dream it, it's a it's not possible so at some time they, they're gonna have to deal with that so proof of stake to me is is clearly uh superior and i think that with proof of stake there's going to be more scalability and i'm sure like polygon and on and all those uh roll-ups will also be around we need we need a lot of different things like we need different uh teams focusing on different things and we need we need to have this multi-universe cooperation. Uh, it, it, to me, it's not like one uh, one uh, wins it all, uh, winner winner takes it all. I think it's 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 definitely going to be uh, like a lot of teams working together. Regulation, I think, is going to be a, a big challenge, as we all know. I think it's inevitable that regulation and TreadFi kind of uh, they will try to fight. I think, but at some point, they will realize that it, the the ship has sailed. And then uh, if countries fight against crypto and Ethereum and smart contracts, people will just go elsewhere and they will realize that they have to be um, kind of uh, sensible with the, the regulation. So uh, this is something I'm, I'm watching very closely and uh, excited about like how regulators will react. But I think like things like insurance and NFTs, art on chain, it, it like all those things are, are just the beginning. Like we'll see voting identity and, and yeah there's so many things I, it's it's really exciting 
Now, I, I can't not ask this. Um, ha have you jumped into the NFT craze? Have you been buying some NFTs? I have not because, not because I don't like them or I don't like the idea. It's because I really try to focus um, on Bouncer and I, I find it hard to be, and I, I love like, I love to follow some of these guys that are like on top of, of the game, like Bankless and and some some very uh, kind of uh, reference guys like like Cooper and, and the Fire Eyes guys. Uh, yeah, I, I I try not to be involved with uh, every new craze that happens, but I uh, I know what it is. I know how it works, but I just haven't got the time to 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 buy NFTs. I think yet. that's the perfect answer, right? You're very very focused on your on your project, but you know you are in front of uh, somebody here that's. Very fond of uh, NFTs, right, Gila? Yeah, I mean, um, I think uh, I, I think in general, I'm I'm similar to you, Fernando, where I'm just bullish on bullish on a lot that's going on, um, like a forever bull, and uh, yeah, I, I just enjoy just enjoy playing around a little bit. Um, does Polygon have any? Uh, not Polygon. Does Balancer have any plans to do anything with like NFTs? Um, like for example, with Cheeto, uh, our vaults are NFTs, and we're looking at uh, you know different, maybe cooler, unique things to do with with NFTs. Um, Bouncer. Yeah, so I think we have projects like Nif Nifty or NFTFi. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, those guys are really cool, and and other other projects that fractionalize NFTs and make them fungible ERC20. And, and that is, that is like perfect for balancer. So you, yeah, you can have, and actually the bankless guys actually sold their, uh, their uh, tokens that let you buy, uh, yeah, clothes and, and, and stuff using, using balancer, which is, uh, yeah, the, it, it's like fungible kind of NFTs that you need to have a, a whole unit. So yeah, definitely Bouncer is is a, a great place for NFTs, especially especially the ones that are too expensive for anyone to buy, but uh, they they can be fractionalized and and traded on on Bouncer. It makes it a lot easier to uh, to find the the market price like for for price finding um, because expensive things are are really hard to deal if you if you don't fractionalize them. Right, exactly. Yeah, you see some of these NFTs that are like. I don't know, like 5,000 ETH. And like, I don't know about you, but I'm not just dropping 5,000 ETH on like transactions every day. Yeah, no, definitely not. What, what I guess um, scares you in, in DeFi? Is there anything that uh, keeps you up at night? I think it's the same thing that uh, marvels me and uh, excites me. It's composability. So yeah, you, you you probably all saw the the bug that Samsung found in MISO, and the and the kind of the the tagline is like two rights make a wrong. So if you compose many things that work, at some point that's the the composition will not work. So we are like doing crazy stuff, bleeding edge stuff, like things that no one ever dreamed about ten years ago. And that has like risks, and and I think by by having like so many different moving pieces together uh, and composing them, you can have really scary bugs that put a lot of money 
on the line. And that's definitely one of the things that I find scary about uh, DeFi is like hacks are getting more and more complex and there is more and more money on the line. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's not easy for, for people uh, like me and, and I don't know, Uniswap and Sushi, those guys are like, they, it's not like they're custody any money, but they're still like, they feel some, yeah, some pressure if if, a, if something goes wrong with their code, right? Even though everyone knows you, you're using it as is and no one is, is liable for your money, but still it's, um, it's, it's scary, I can say, yeah. How do you, like, how do you try and navigate through that? Yeah, I, I think we are always very frank with all the users, like we let, we let them know that there's risks and that uh, Balancer is just a set of smart contracts. We're not custodying any anyone's money, so people are aware of the risks. And um, and I think other than that, we're really like security is our number zero priority. All, everything we do is security first. So we might take longer than competitors like Sushi to launch things because they're more agile, faster. Um, but it's probably, uh, yeah, our code probably will have less bugs than the average DeFi code because we, we really take our time to make sure that, uh, we're not launching, yeah, risky things. So other than that, it's, it's really, I think the, the Lindy effect, I think Bouncer V2 has been around for now May, June, July, like three months already over three months and nothing happened. Like it hasn't been hacked and i'm sure now with uh well over a billion dollars of uh, tvl a lot of people tried so yeah i think those things really um comfort us to see that there's a lot of money online and, and a lot of time and nothing happened so yeah yeah i think lindy effect is is kind of what makes us less concerned and of course bugs might always be found a, a lot uh later but uh, yeah, it's less likely. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure people have tried with three thousand ETH as a bounty. Uh, a thousand, yeah, three oh, million dollars now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. there we go. Exactly, exactly. Three dollars of uh, bounty. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure, people have tried. Um, okay, fantastic. Um, how has your experience on Polygon been? Has uh, um, y'all y'all launched? When was it? few months ago was it? may i think may may yeah so may or yeah or june but it's been very very successful uh, so i think polygon allows us to really like try the best like test the best of bouncer which is anyone can create a pool put their assets and it's not a problem if the pool is small which is the case for ethereum uh, layer one right if your pool is small on, on ethereum layer one no one's going to trade with your pool because slr knows that adding that pool adds a hundred thousand gas and that that costs a lot of money so for normal trades small pools are always neglected of course not always but it lags a, a lot so uh, it generates less fees it's less use so the, the bigger the pool the less fees make a difference and, and for that, in Ethereum, on Ethereum layer one, that's very relevant. But for Polygon, like you can trade with so many pools at the same time, use all the liquidity of all those pools, even if they're small, and then get a better deal after uh, uh, from your trade that uh, it just allows Balancer to use its strength uh, to the fullest, which is 
flexibility. Just create your pool with any weights and it doesn't have to be big. It, it's going to be used. There's going to be a lot of volume. As you said, uh, Ben, the, like the, the ratio volume TVL is a lot higher mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it, it's just great. It's, um, it's amazing. Of course, we can't expect Ethereum uh, layer one to be that because we all know it's, uh, it's limited. And, and that's that's the cool thing about having um, other other layer, layer twos or side chains. So yeah, Polygon has been has been amazing. It was the first the first kind of uh, foray outside of Ethereum that we we did, and it's been very successful so far. Yeah, we certainly uh, have enjoyed having you guys here, and our pool has been doing well with you. So we're we're happy campers. Um, same here. Thanks. Thanks for being part of the team. No, it's it's been fantastic. And again, you you do have a great group of ballers that are very helpful, very knowledgeable. When we when we partnered with y'all to uh, um, when when y'all launched and provided incentives, we had a couple of different ballers come into our Discord and answer any mm-hmm. kind of questions. They've been you know they've been fantastic help along the way. So any projects out there that are looking to partner with Balancer, uh, their ballers, top notch. Yeah, Solar Curve, I can think of Bakamoto. 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 Yes. Yeah. No, you guys are amazing. You have people like, like your community, like leading things. I think that's just the best. Totally agree. That's that's the stance that Balancer Labs is taking more and more. We now have a community, a grants committee. So we're not giving out grants. Uh, it's the community giving out uh, grants to to the community. And then there's the ballers. And uh, yeah, well, we're kind of really making sure that uh, we always had this vision from the beginning, but it's uh, it's easier said than done. But we're like, I think uh, we're being, like successfully giving away more and more uh, power and, and influence to different um, community members or, or teams and the grants committee is, is an example of that ballers and yeah so i, I i'm very happy with uh with this direction of balancer labs just being one of the contributors in the space uh to balancer protocol amongst many others nice what, what type of i guess decision making abilities do these like do ballers have now a lot so ballers are the ones that are deciding how liquidity mining is kind of uh, allocated. So we have many tiers and uh, we have 25K about that goes to Polygon out of 145 total. And uh, and ballers decide the liquidity mining committee actually is formed by ballers. So there's ballers that do marketing, ballers that do liquidity mining. So ballers is like the general term of this community guys that actually receive a ballery. So they are, they're paid in ball and uh, to have uh, alignment of incentives. And they're well paid. It's um, a full ballery is 500 ball. Uh, 60% of that is long-term vested, but it's um, 500 ball per month. So it's, it's, it's quite a bit. And we want to be generous with people working uh, for, for the protocol. So if, you, if you're interested, just come to our Discord and, and you, you see the, the cool things that ballers are doing. So they have a lot of power, liquidity mining, grants, uh, grant committee, and like marketing. They're creating like, like tip bots, for example. And now anyone who contributes without like being baller, just someone who goes to the score and asks questions, they're probably going to get a tip of some bow because they're contributing. 
and and source grad is something we're looking into too. They're all kind of managing and, ha- and having leading those efforts. So it's amazing. They're just like doing so much stuff that uh, just the 25 B Labs employees uh, would never be capable of. So that's I think how how a nice, a nice protocol is is created and and maintained. Yeah, I mean, still still pretty pretty large for a lot of uh, projects, regular. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> how how was that? Like, I guess, how many people did you start with when you first founded um, Balancer? It was only me for a long, a long while, a long time, mm-hmm. and then we really grew a lot late last year uh, after Defy Summer, and uh, kind of. Um, kept like there's like growth pain and and we really believe in culture so even though we're fully remote and distributed we we have a very strong culture and that's something that uh sometimes is challenged or it gets a bit lost uh, along the way if you grow too fast but we are looking to grow further uh, like next year and and always growing of course but maybe like double in size or in the next uh, year, so it, not, nothing decided yet, but we we feel that there's so much to be done. There's so many teams needing our help, and we the, the I think the most important thing that we need right now are integrations engineers and, um, and people who help with this dev. So talking to all the teams, explaining how to use Balancer, kind of uh, helping with the, the the documentation and helping with smart contracts. We, we're really hands-on and high-touch. So if your project wants to be on top of Balancer, we will do all we can to have like engineers look at your code and review it and give some suggestions and explain to you how to use Balancer. That, that's really... So I, I, I firmly believe that Balancer's success is 100% dependent or it depends 100% on the, the success of the protocols and, and products and, and stuff that's built on top of Balancer. So to me, that says it all, that that's our focus. Yeah, okay. and I guess how, what does it look like to have, I don't know, five people versus 25? Like, how do you maintain the culture, uh, especially remote? How are you able to have that kind of like Balancer feeling? It's, then it's, it's a big challenge, especially because of the time zones, uh, time zone challenges. So like we have, two like three people in in australia we have people in the uk we have people in in argentina brazil us so it's it's hard to have like meetings where everyone can be part of it so we work a lot async but we we make sure to have like informal meetings like like if you were at an office you would talk to people over coffee and we we try to do that as well even if uh on uh on hangouts so we we try to make uh, yeah some some nice kind of events where people have fun, and we'll have offsites as soon as COVID kind of eases down a bit. But we actually started to grow at the beginning of the pandemic, so we never really had an offsite that got everyone together. So I I probably know in person maybe half of the team, um, even though it feels like I've known them forever. I haven't haven't met them in person, so it's it's really interesting. It's it's a challenge, but I think um, if you're a nice person and you like to like, and you care about people, that's something we do definitely at Balancer. We care about people. We let them, like, we do everything we can to to make them be in a perfect kind of uh, um, kind of 
set up to work and to, 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 to give their best. So we, yeah, we, we do everything we can to, to make them be productive and relax and, uh, and not burnt, not burnt out for sure for the engineers. Right. Right. I feel like sometimes it can be hard to not just work. Right. Cause there's a lot to do. I imagine. Right. Absolutely. There's a lot of pressure and uh, we, Working from home is good, but at, at the same time, you sometimes you you just work all the time, and so we encourage people to take time off and to take vacation. Uh, so that that's something that is is a challenge as well. But yeah, we we try to yeah we try to do a good job there and make sure we have balance. Right, we're we're balanced, so we we all have to have balance in our lives. Yeah, it's definitely important because at the end of the day, like um, you want to maintain your productivity up, right? Right. Absolutely. We do have a question here. Somebody's uh, asking if y'all are going to be in LizCon. Or Liz- yes, I, I actually cool. am in this one. So, but I'm not going to be here, unfortunately. Um, but we will have people there. So we'll have ballers. We'll have probably people from Balancer Labs as well. We'll have uh, Luke. Luke is this amazing guy um from prime dow they yeah they are working with uh with the grants committee so if you have like anything you're building on balance on top of balancer we do want to get you some bow vested over the long time over the long term because we we want to like have alignment of incentives so if you're really spending time on balancer and you're adding value please apply for a grant and you can you can know more on our discord as well there's a grants channel and uh, and Luke is going to be there. So if you want to find out more about grants in, in Lisbon, you, yeah, Heath Lisbon or Lisbon, you're going to find us there. And yeah, thanks, Poopster, for the reminder because those tickets go go out really quickly, right? I I went to if uh, Paris or FCC in Paris, sorry, and uh, I didn't get a, a ticket. It was like only there, like it was very hard because I didn't buy it early on. So Anyone who wants to go, they should not leave it for the last uh, last moment. Yeah, I, I was at ACC too, and I, I didn't get the the ticket in those like side events. Uh, I actually got to meet Poopster, one of our champions, so that was pretty nice. Nice, cool. Um, yeah, so you mentioned you mentioned working with other other protocols. Um, so I think this is a good segue into: Have you been able to take a look at Cheetow by any chance? Uh, n- not, uh, deeply, mm-hmm. but yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I think you're probably familiar with the, with the concept of, uh, of Cheetow, seeing as you were involved with like the uh, maker, maker team back in, back in the day. Um, so, yeah. uh, I know, I know. Yeah. That's actually something I, I was, if I am allowed to like, uh, ask you like what the main difference is, uh, mm-hmm. to maker DAO and. I, I think the colorization is very similar, and uh, yeah, yeah. I, um, well, we, we just uh, we just lowered the um, the liquidation ratio, actually, so the collateral to debt ratio. So for a lot of the collaterals, it's now one hundred and thirty percent collateral to debt um, versus it, nice. it started off at like one one fifty to one fifty five. Um, mm-hmm. Also, we we do not charge an interest rate. It's one one flat fee. Uh, when you repay your debt, and so it's a 0.5% fee when you repay your debt, 
so you can really hold on to your um you can hold on to your buy for as long as you want and your debt's not going to grow at all um yeah there's there's a couple of like differences i i think you know overall uh what we're trying to do and especially being on polygon is make it so that anybody could um access these kind of like tools um and that's not only from like a technical perspective right uh, or like a wealth perspective so we don't have like that minimum debt but it's also like what tokens you believe in so these kind of like collateral debt position stable coins are great for people that are just like very bullish on certain tokens and um if the stable coin that you like that you want to use doesn't um accept your token as collateral it kind of becomes a little complicated right because then you have to sell yours to get buy more so like if you're a baller um wouldn't it be nice if you can just lock up your ball and then borrow against it so that's kind of where we're going with um we're adding yeah. like a lot more collaterals i, I don't want to talk i don't want to show too much i i can talk all day about chida please uh, do Please uh, do, yeah. It's all. Uh, I mean, um, yeah. Another another unique thing is, um, like, we we try and play well with other protocols as well. So, uh, you can use your Ave Market tokens as collateral. One second. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily have to choose like, do I should I put should I put my my collateral in Ave or should I put it in Chida? So you can put it in Ave, and you can use that yield bearing collateral, uh, a yield bearing asset as collateral uh on on cheetah as well um yeah we have to get balanced around if um if you all have a chain link oracle because that's all we ask for right is if you have a chain link oracle then the community can vote to add your token as collateral good question i think we might have one already but i'd have to check yeah i know on, yeah. on ethereum we should do that polygon, it would be great to have a balance for one on polygon uh yeah because we we are definitely bullish on bow so uh would like to to lever some of that. And if you uh, if you need connected with it. any of the Chainlink people, we're happy to do it because yeah, we would love to see Bao added to the list. Yeah, we send. Yeah, everyone. let's do it. Let's do it. Then. Let's do it. Definitely. Um, yeah. So in in line talking about like stable coins, what do you think about stable coins in general? Like, they're a big hype right now. Like, what, what's their role in DeFi and how do you see that playing out in the future, especially with like regulation and things like that? I'm so I've actually loved Ethereum, like when the white paper was published before it launched or the ICO, precisely because of the stablecoin concept, and that's the reason why I got involved uh, with MakerDAO so so early on in the early days before they launched, much before they launched actually. So I do think stablecoins are what we need to get mass adoption. People are just not mentally prepared to such volatility in normal assets. So we need stable coins. I think we're overly fixated on USD because it's the world world's currency. But I think there's a lot to be gained when more people uh, from other countries, like more people in generally uh, adopt crypto, will need different currencies, right? We'll need the, the the euro more liquid will need yuan yuan like all all all, all the currencies will, will need them and then we're going to have forex that's going to be a, a heavy market on on uh crypto on, on ethereum and indexes in general so i think um stable coins are here to stay and they're going to grow so much still and and money will be like really uh obsolete in in a couple of decades i i think 
there's there's not going to be paper money anymore so yeah i hope that the stable coins that are open and and permissionless and and free for anyone to use will be the ones that will uh, be predominant as opposed to state kind of currency like the the digital dollar by the i don't know the us if they ever do that or or chinese Mm -hmm. uh yeah so i that that's my hope so i think uh stable coins are are here to stay and and eventually i don't know in the distant future we'll We'll, we'll stop thinking of, of state currencies because they are kind of obsolete and we'll, we'll think more kind of natively uh, in crypto terms, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, I completely agree. I I wouldn't want people to be using, I guess, like a Fed, like stable coin, because then you're just right. going back full circle and what's the point of DeFi, right? Um, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to think that some people still use like bank accounts. I mean, I guess there you can't pay for everything in crypto, but like the idea that like if I wanted to send you, I don't know, a million dollars tomorrow, like forget about sending it, right? Like they would just call the FBI. Like <laughs> why is this man sending a million dollars? And uh, yeah. imagine the fees, the Wait, time, the paperwork. It's Wait, not... Ben, Ben, why are you sending Fernando a million dollars? For being on the chat, don't, man. Don't, t- don't, don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> um, that do, you, do you see any other um, you know ways that Balancer and Cheetah can uh, possibly collaborate? I think um, yeah. So AMM markets on uh, on Ave uh, using my uh, then back in Balancer pools. I think liquidity mining is is a great thing that uh, probably is going to be extended. Right. So I think uh, we all want to be very decentralized and that uh, a, a kind of a, a necessary step to, to that is really distributing the tokens to people who are staked and, and using our protocols. Um, yeah. So adding Bao, as you guys mentioned, as uh, as one of the collaterals uh, to Chida. So there's a lot of things. I think our communities will have uh, many ideas as, as well. And yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I love like when the communities actually come up with ideas and and see those through and, and we're here to help and make things happen. But I think those are maybe some of some of them. And do you have any any ideas, uh, Killa and, and Ben? Yeah, I mean, I, I love the fact that we have these pools and um... We have some like improvement proposals being voted on right now, but I think in the next wave, we'll definitely have something to increase um, our incentives with y'all and extend them because it's, it's been going pretty well. And as a stable coin, you, you want to have more more liquidity. Um, it'd be great to see more balancer pools, uh, not using USD, USDC and using my uh, as like a decentralized mm-hmm. alternative. I think that would be cool um, to have like backing from balancer in that. Um, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Is there anything you would like to ask the community, our, our community, um, or, and the Polygon community in general? Um, yeah, I would just ask a favor for you guys to really step up and, and um, chime in in our Discord. Please come and join and, and, and yeah come up with your ideas, how Balancer can can improve or, or help 
um, like answer the question that you just asked, uh, Ben, like how, how can we um, do more stuff together? I, I'm sure you, you guys, the community have thought of, of cool ideas involving maybe third, like other projects, right? So there's, there's cool stuff that we can do uh, not only, not only in, in a two project partnership, but maybe using other, uh, other protocols. So yeah, please chime in and participate and yeah, come up with your ideas. That's, that's my ask. That's a good one. Yeah. We, we love to see people involved, especially on discord. I think that's where a lot of like these communities live. Um, definitely seen your, y'all's uh, discord is pretty active. Uh, yeah. It is. And that, that's like, I'd say a lot because of, uh, ballers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I really like to thank them again. And actually I think tonight at 8 PM UK time, we're going to, we're going to have a community hall. Yeah. I don't know how, how soon this is going to be broadcast, but it's live. I know, but yeah, just so you know, it's, uh, Wednesday 25th, if you're watching this uh, recorded. So community hall to the, tonight. So if you guys want to join, there's going to be pull-ups and uh, it's always nice to, to have uh, other communities there too. Yeah, yeah. I might go pop that pull-up uh, with Kila. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll definitely be there. We'll, we'll post this uh, right after. We'll just uh, upload it to, uh, to One YouTube. With one time. Okay. Awesome. We'll get that uh, out. Yeah. Is there um is there anything that uh, or is there anyone that you'd like to hear from next? Somebody that you think uh, we should be chatting with and on a fireside chat? Did you have um Stani from Ave already? No, I, I think we've no. only had Mark so far, but we'll have Stani. Yeah, so Mark is also great. Uh Stani's very busy. Uh I I think someone who has lots of awesome ideas and is, is to me like a reference is Kane uh, synthetics. He's, he's amazing. Um, yeah. There's so many cool people. I don't know if you had the bankless guys, but bank bankless is actually doing something similar. So maybe they could interview you instead yeah. of they coming, them coming here. So um, I think you should talk to, to David and Ryan. Yeah. I would have reach out. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I think those guys are, are definitely people I, I look up to a lot. And yeah, so maybe good guys for you to, to invite here. Awesome. Now, we uh, we really appreciate you uh, spending, well, over over an hour an with hour, us. Yeah, thank you for <laughs> your time. It. Yeah, thank you so much uh, for your time. Is there any uh, final words or, or tips you want to give uh, the listeners? I just wanted to say thanks for, um, yeah, making it until the end and, and listening through, listening up. Uh, please, yeah, make make suggestions. And uh, we, we know we have a lot to improve, but we're trying and, and doing our best. I think there's a lot a lot of cool stuff already on Balancer. So come use it, like try it out and let us know what you, what you found. And yeah, I'll be happy to chat with you guys in in discord anyone listening to this and thanks thanks for inviting me again uh kila and then thanks for the partnership as well yeah 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 Yeah, i think there's definitely more more to come there so uh yeah we're looking forward to that perfect all right thank you so much you have a wonderful evening and we'll see you at the town hall
Okay. Yeah. Talk to you later, guys. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you.